These Lifesaver jelly beans are really good. These red Lifesaver jelly beans, you're going to have one of them. Are they gooey? Uh, I don't know, but the flavor, that red cherry Lifesaver flavor, nothing compares to that flavor. That is like my favorite flavor. Get past the gooey fruit with that flavor, can't you, babe? Yep, I still like my sour gummy jelly beans. Where? They're going to eat jelly beans while we're recording. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is our podcast for the love of us. To our podcast for the love of us, I'm Ronnie and I'm Carrie, and we come to you each week to give you a little slice of our life. I am a bivocational pastor in Rossville, Georgia, Bethany Baptist Church, and my wife is a stay home mom. We are the parents of five one, two, three, four. We have a grandson, so that makes uh, it seem like five <laughs> when we're all together. So we have uh. Four wonderful children and one grandchild, and uh, we come to you each week just to give you a little bit of a slice of our life and what we, just what we go through on a day-to-day basis, and uh, in all about you know faith and family and marriage and children and parenting and and the balance with serving, you know, serving the Lord in the local church and and uh, and then the job and. And all the stresses of home life and just trying to share with those. We have this show to vent. Basically, yeah. Basically, we just vent. Vent and rant. There's similar... Well, we set apart a time where it's an hour for us. Mm-hmm. And I hope we can just be a blessing to somebody along the way. Yeah. Um, so. I was thinking, you know... We took uh, this evening. We uh, decided. Well, you called me earlier in the day, and you said I am got cabin fever. Of course, you you've not been able to drive uh, since the surgery, so you've been kind of cooped up here. And uh, today, you've been here since Saturday. We got back Saturday from our outing, and uh, so you've been here since Saturday. Well, I went to. I went to the dinner on Sunday night for just an yeah, but that's hour not really or so. Out. You, were, you were still on the Ponderosa. You were still yeah. in the compound, so that's not out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, you called me uh, today saying, I got to get out of the house. Let's get out and do something tonight. So uh, so we got home, got ready, and headed out. And uh, <laughs> it started out as a time to get away, but all of a sudden became pretty stressful. <laughs> <laughs> trying to shoe shop with a teenager, a tweener, and a four and a four year old, three year old, <laughs> three year old, and uh, yeah. So it mm-hmm. became pretty stressful. But as I was reflecting on it, and I was thinking about on the way home, and I want to go over just a few of the things that happened this evening that were just great. But I was reflecting on being a parent and uh, and our children and. 
how stressful, complicated, um, difficult it is at many times, uh, but at the same time, what a sense of uh, fulfillment and joy they bring us. I think back to Sunday night with Allison. Of course, we had our family dinner night at the church. We invited a lot of locals, uh, all the people from the community out to eat dinner, and our our young people in the the teenage class, uh, senior high Sunday school class, they've been doing well all the way. No, all the way through junior high, have been doing. Well, uh, Grayson, I mean, he's in fifth grade. And yeah, he and so Grayson, and they're, yeah. they're in it. They're, they're in it. So. so it's just like all of our youth do this drama, and Allison is not really a senior high, but uh, she was participating in it, and she did a wonderful job. And uh, I was so proud of her Sunday night. And uh, what a sense of, of, you know, joy and fulfillment, you know, that, that she brings us. And Garrett, her husband, and, and Weston, and what a blessing they are. And then on the outing tonight, we were, um, we were at the shoe store. And, uh, of course, Kaylin has this wonderful personality in which she never meets a stranger. And so we go to the checkout, and she uh, uh, she's standing at the counter, and the lady's, hi, how are you? And, and Kaylin's just, oh, introducing herself. I'm me. It's me, Kaylin. It's me, Kaylin. Yeah, it's yeah. me, Kaylin. And uh, the next thing you know, she runs around there behind the counter, and she's hugging on this lady behind the counter. And... And she, the, the lady behind the counter, just thought this was the most. Evidently, this had never happened to her, or whatever. And she was the most adorable thing. She had a fit over Kaylin, and so Kaylin was running around here and there. And she'd come back and hug her, and she'd come back and hug her again. And and uh, uh, Kaylin would say, "I'm hungry. I'm hungry." And we were, we were yet to go out to get something to eat on the way back. And uh, the lady said. All children should be like you, you know, and uh, uh, she was, you know, just full of life and and. Uh, well, Grayson chimed in and said, "Well, I'm like her, except for I just don't hug random people." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm nice too, but I, <laughs> I'm nice too, but I just don't hug like random, random people. people. <laughs> yeah, and so, well, we get to the car and we're driving around, and then we're we're going down the road. Down the freeway, and Evan decides to tell a joke, and uh, he said, "Hey, Dad! Hey, Dad! Say the word uh, top, or say it three times." And I go, "Top, top, top," and then he says, "Okay, say it four times. Top, 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 top." And uh, then he said, "Dad, what do you do at a red light?" And I said, "Stop." <laughs> I mean, green light. He said, "I mean, I mean, green light." He just blew the it was it was hysterically funny. Yeah. And then uh we get back tonight and uh everybody's winding down getting ready for bed. Of course, Ev- Evan lives in the basement downstairs, okay? So so we don't really know. You got to listen really close for when he goes to take a shower and he usually does it in the evening. So he goes to take a shower. Well, then at the same time, just minutes before I start, I go down there and put some laundry, you know, in the in the uh, washing uh, machine, in the washing machine. Mm-hmm. And so I start it. 
Well, then... Uh, the dishwasher's running. The dishwasher's running. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and all this, and I go to Grayson, you know, it's getting late. It's like 930. I was like, Grayson, you know, uh, you need to go take a shower and get ready for bed. So he goes in here and takes a shower. So everything's running, man. <laughs> There's no hot water at all. Or it's quickly draining from the house. And Grayson's in the shower. And you heard him. You overheard him. What did he say? <laughs> There's no power in the shower. There's no power in the shower. It's like sprinkling. <laughs> and so you left the room not long after that, and he's just still frustrated. Good grief, why aren't there no water? You know, and then uh, I think Evan got out of the shower, and then like the washing machine stopped, and I was back up here, and he's like, oh, that's better, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is, you know, kind of thing. It was funny. At least we got to enjoy the last couple of minutes anyway. <laughs> and so, uh, I don't know. I was just, I was thinking, you know, right before the podcast about how wonderful it is to have children and to um, to experience being a parent and a father and... Uh, you know, it, it is stressful and it is difficult, but I just, we've often said this before, how boring would our life be? You know? Yeah. I, I just, I can't imagine not having them. I know. And uh, I'm so thankful for them and thankful for the privilege and the honor of being a parent. But I just reflected on the evening and, and uh, I just enjoyed it so much. And I know it was stressful for you. And you'd had enough with those shoes. And I was just get out of here. We were at Academy. Ooh. I was like, well, I thought you wanted to get out with the family. No, not like this. Maybe just a date night or something. Else. Not like this. <laughs> oh, it's because Evan is like, I'm, you know, it's hard to find Grayson in his shoes anyway because he's got this, he's got a little bit of a sensory processing problem you know um it's not too bad but there is a problem there Mm -hmm. and he does have a wide foot and typically at your at your sports store you're not going to find a size wide in a youth in a youth size shoe right and so he's always fussing about how tight they are and feel like his feet are in vice grips or something and and then Evan's over there in the youth department, and he's trying, <laughs> and he's trying on these slides. He's like, "Mama, <laughs> do these look too small?" And so I look down at his feet, and I'm used to seeing them in these work boots, you know, these round toe, Big. pull-on work boots, you yeah. know. And I look down at his feet, and I just started giggling. <laughs> I was like, "Your feet look like." This big, and I'm like holding up, you know, my fingers like three inches wide long, you know. Your feet look like this big, and that's just like hilarious. And then Grayson's over here fussing about a shoe, and then Kaylin's trying to grab flip flops off of the off of the thing. Oh, she is successfully oh, pulling successfully. pulling flip flops off of the thing. And then two people trying to get by all this chaos. Uh, yeah, you know? and so I was like, <laughs> so I had to look, and you're like, you wanted to get you out. To get out. Isn't this fun? <laughs> Let's do this again. <laughs> I wouldn't trade it for anything, though. Oh, man. So, but we you did. You uh, enjoyed my, I know you enjoyed my my 
Annie Broadway presentation as I was. I was I was secretly trying to chase you around. Well, first of all, I could not find my you know digital recorder was on the other end of the house. So I'm trying to selfly go in there and try to get it so I could record you seeing your version of the sun will come out tomorrow. But it's not the sun will come out tomorrow. What the drains will come out tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow I'll have none. I'll have none. <laughs> come what may. <laughs> tomorrow. If it tomorrow. cancels my appointment, I'll still not have drains. They'll put their coming out. I will snip those stitches. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, of course, last week you had, after the surgery, you had four drains uh, that were there. And last week they took out two. And this week they're going to take out the other two. And and but it is long overdue. They are annoying, and, and they're not even they're not I mean, even look, doing anything. There's, there's nothing, nothing coming out, you know. There, so. And so it's ridiculous. And so you were going around the house singing, "The sun will come out tomorrow." And I'm trying no, the to... drains will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow, come what may. <laughs> what is it? Uh, when I'm, oh, you had a verse too, didn't you? I did. It, it's gone. It's okay. We can. We can. <laughs> Go. No, no, go. no, 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 no! You can't do this. It was what? It was. Well, the, I'm stuck with the drain, drain that's gray, that's gross and icky. Yeah, that's gross and icky. <laughs> I just stick up my chin and grin and say, <laughs> "The drains will come out tomorrow." <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that was I'm great. A little bit excited. I mean, uh, that's just the song that's been going through my head all day long. It's hilarious, <laughs> but. <clears throat> so, um, but yeah, last week uh, you did you did have the drains taken out Tuesday, right? So yeah, so it was. I also from- saw the medical oncologist, which I got some depressing news. Um, I say depressing news. I mean, disheartening, I guess, because I was expecting to have a game plan when well, I went to that appointment. You know, all um, along they have been telling us, "All right, this is the game plan." Surgery. Well, she did briefly mention an oncotype. She didn't tell me everything that that entailed, you know, what an oncotype test really is, other than um, determining a treatment plan. Well, since they did the, since it was only a little microscopic piece um you know little tumor in my lymph node mm-hmm. um, she wanted to go ahead and do an oncotype to see what my score is to see what the likelihood of it recurring is so you know you, the grade is like or the score is like zero to 100 zero meaning you don't need chemo it's not going to benefit you at all and 100, meaning, yeah, you should go ahead and get chemo because if you don't, more than likely it's going to return. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm just really – I was I was already mentally prepared for chemo. Um, but it's not that I'm – it's not that I'm disappointed that I'm not going to have chemo. That's That's weird. That's crazy. But then, but I know how I am. I'm a kind of a little bit of a hypochondriac if I'm left alone too long, right. you know. And so, I um, I don't want to be going around 
thinking about WebMD knows you on a first name basis. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> hey, I should have been a doctor, man. <laughs> well, oh. and so, um, so that what she said was when that Anka test comes back, they'll know whether you need to be treated for uh, or treated with chemo or not. Right. And we thought it was a done deal. We thought that's what's next. Yeah. And so the, you know, in the real thing, well, you know, I mean, people would say, well, that'd be great. You know, she didn't have chemo, but if you don't have chemo, is there something in your mind that tells you I've still got cancer? Right. And it's I mean, only a matter of time. Cause I mean, I do. I mean, I have a lot of alone time, you know, I, it's a, you know, what is it saying? Idle mind is the devil's workshop. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's 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 going to be a battle if I yeah. don't have chemo. But God knows if my body can handle it. Right. I mean, I'm already forgetful. Mm-hmm. I'm already, you know, I can't remember to get things at the grocery store that I need to get. I can't imagine having chemo brain on top of my regular brain. You yeah. know, I just, you know, there may not be any activity there. <laughs> and so... I mean, so God knows, and I'm going to have to trust him. I'm going to, like I've done all along, you know, yeah. I've got to trust him. And I'm um, just waiting the two weeks, you know, being back into that holding pattern again and um, waiting. That's not fun, but I'm still trusting the Lord and seeking the Lord and, you know, fighting. Yeah, you've had some, you've had some pretty... Pretty intense, from what you've told me. Pretty intense, you know, spiritual battles this week, mm-hmm. and yeah. where, where, you know, Satan is really uh, doing his best to to leave you with a lot of question marks right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? It was Saturday morning that you told me about the devotion, and I went to look it up or something. In First Timothy, the whole thing there. I don't know. It may have been Saturday morning. I think it was. So, you were dealing with um, dealing with the you know the uh, the accuser, uh, basically saying to you what it was uh, that like like you're going to get to the end of your life and it's not going to be. You know, it's not going to be real. It's not real. All this, you know, that you've spent your life, you know, doing and living by, it's it's not even real. Mm-hmm. You're just basically wasting your time. Mm-hmm. And um, and then he also was um, just, I mean, just making me just doubt and just... Not necessarily making me doubt, but trying to trying to make me doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, just just attacking me. That's all it was. It was an attack. And you know, and I think every person uh, that has faith is vulnerable. You know, in certain circumstances, to have the enemy whisper in the ear. You know, you know. Of course, it's his faith. This is this is belief and trust. That God keeps his word. Faith is acting. Faith, a good definition of faith is, you know, acting in response to his word as it as it is true. In obedience to his word. I, I muddled that 
definition, but it's acting in accordance with his word, mm-hmm. in obedience to his word. Right. And so any person of faith, you know, that that is trusting in the Lord right. is always going to be vulnerable to questions of, you know, is the you know is this... I mean I'm I'm glad that there's people out there that are hyper spiritual and haven't ever doubted what Jesus Christ done in their life. I'm glad that there's people every out there. thinking person can it does I think everything every person that seriously considers the the claims of Christ and seriously you know you know thinks critically uh, about what's in the Bible what it says and and compares it to the world around me and the reality that we we do live in, there are going to be moments in life in which, you know, you'll you'll begin to question. I I'm, I've I've been there. I've honestly been there before. Yeah. And uh, but in that attack, I believe God does come to our rescue. I believe that He does send His words, send His truth. You better believe it. And so that following morning, you you read a daily light. Um, Devotional. devotional, which is a series of verses basically surrounding a theme. I think it was written in the and 1800s. Really, yeah, it was written a long time ago, and it's really taking verses out of context some, and putting them together and eh, making it a no, theme kind of. I sorta. know, I know what you're talking about. Some of them are taken out of context. You know, some of them are not, right. and and they can make a good diet of a variety on a certain mm-hmm. topic yeah, i've liked to yeah. Uh, yeah i've liked to to draw from that devotionally as well yeah. and but that morning the very next morning you're battling with all that and god comes through and i can't remember all of the verses but it was more of a theme around well it's talking about because i have and what has stirred all this up is the you know the days are the days are few that we mm-hmm. have left because Jesus is coming, all the prophecies being fulfilled, and mm-hmm. you know the the all the although the altar wasn't built in in the temple, but mm-hmm. yet they have built an altar to make sacrifices on that is fully functioning. And about in all Israel, the tools yeah. and over there in Israel, mm-hmm. yeah. And so the only thing lacking is them setting it in the temple, mm-hmm. and um. That's where the Antichrist will come and sit in that temple, and he will speak blasphemies and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And so I've just been, you know, and we've been in that on Wednesday yeah, nights. Yeah, we have, and I've been reading Revelation on my own some. And anyway, it's just got me thinking, you know, and got me. I mean, if there is not some sort of a fear that is stirred up in your heart about things like that, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know that. You revere his name or revere Mm -hmm. because there has to be some sort of fear, not Mm -hmm. like fear of judgment, but just, I don't know, just anyway. So that's what has stirred up a lot of stuff in my heart. And it just talks about, um, you know, in the last days, just don't stop. Mm -hmm. Don't quit. Don't turn back as those that go back into perdition, mm-hmm. which meaning they turn back to destruction right. is basically what it's saying. Mm-hmm. And he was just saying, don't you turn back. Don't turn back. Mm-hmm. And um, I was 
I, there was this one verse that he referenced. I cannot even. I mean, I say he, they, it referenced it, didn't reference, but. Anyway, so I looked down there at the bottom to see what reference it was. Yeah, because it puts all the verses without mm-hmm. the reference mm-hmm. together like a paragraph. And mm-hmm. at the bottom, it has all the different, so you can follow them one to one mm-hmm. where they are in the Bible. Right. And so anyway, so I, I read down there, I was like, ooh, I love that verse. wonder where that is. And it was in First or Second Timothy. I can't even remember I can't even remember where it was. Now. I think it was First Timothy one twelve, if I'm not mistaken. Anyway, I can't remember. He, anyway, it's like I, for I know that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him, and I've committed, I've committed my life. You know, I haven't all, I haven't led people to Jesus as I should. I haven't, I haven't, you know homed the orphans or clothed the homeless or I haven't done everything that I should do as a Christian but yet I have devoted my life to trying to live by his precepts mm-hmm. um, and he's able to keep it he's going to be the he's he's doing the keeping it's not it's not he's not ever going to let go right he's keeping me I've committed and he's doing the keeping. And don't turn back. And that's what it was basically saying that morning. All right. So you, uh, later on that morning, you're getting ready. And you tell me, hey, you know, oh, this, listen, God helped me last night. Uh, you need to go look at that Daily Light devotion for today and go look uh, go look at that verse in First Timothy. And so I pull out my phone because I've got the little app and I'm looking for it. And it hit the day and I'm looking at the references and there's, there's nothing there from First Timothy. I'm like, are you sure it was First Timothy? What, what, what verse was it? You know, and you started describe it. Well, I immediately knew. I'm, I believe that's First Timothy one twelve. And uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't there. And you kept, You took my phone and looked at your phone and everything. We're like zooming in and looking for it, and it ain't there. <laughs> it ain't there. <laughs> and I'm going. I'm going. That's a miracle. That's a miracle because God had used that verse in my heart before when um, I was driving down the freeway one one time, and um, he had used that verse before in my life that he's doing the keeping of that which I've committed, mm-hmm. and, um, and he's keeping my soul. He is the keeper of my soul and my life, and... And those moments, you know, where I'm under attack like that, and then right behind that, I got physically attacked. Got that crazy stomach virus that just man, it just pumps me out. I just have been so sleepy. As as if you haven't been nauseous enough getting over this surgery, you caught some kind of virus and was dealing with that all day Saturday and all All day day, Sunday. It was Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday. Sunday. I mean, the thing wouldn't let go. I was still dealing with it some today. I did get to eat two meals today, so mm-hmm. that's good. But so anyway, it's just you know weren't able to go to uh, church with us Sunday morning. No, weren't feeling. I was trying all. to go, but I couldn't. It's taking a Finnegan is like <clears throat> getting me drunk or something. I cannot get up in the morning. Yeah. This is like a hangover. Yeah. I just can't. I cannot function. Yeah. After taking that. 
and I just took a half of one. So mm-hmm. good grief! Imagine yeah. taking a whole one, but it knocked you out. Yeah. So, but uh, so. Uh, but I hope I didn't get anybody sick in the process. But everybody, else, everybody seems to have something right now. Yeah. Yeah. You tell people, well, it's going around. Allison you know? and Weston. Have they got it? They got it again. And and this and this, this is the crazy vi- thing about this virus that everybody's getting, or a lot of people are getting. It'll change like into um, like it like normally if you get a stomach virus, then you'll build up immunity to it. So the next time you're exposed to it, you won't, you won't get, get it. Sick, yeah. Well, what happens is somehow it changes into a different type of strand and then it started all, all over again. yeah but it yeah it's, yeah. it's so crazy yeah it's i so hate to do sick but i hurt my shoulder friday patting myself on the back <laughs> for, from working on the car <gasps> you were the man that's right okay i've always said that you're a mechanical engineer, but and by no, no means, means a mechanic. That is not, those things are do Two not go together. A mechanic different. is not a mechanical engineer. They are not the same. The same no. At all. Mm-mm. And so for... Nor do they enjoy each other's company. <laughs> Typically. Typically. I mean, I like mechanics. I don't like to do mechanic work. Exactly. Yeah. Because you hurt your fingers or something too much. No. Oh. You just, it's its one of those things that can almost hear a preacher cuss, you know, if you listen real close. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've been, you, you just, yeah. it's the thing, things that you're not confident in, you just won't try it. You just, it'll just go undone. Yeah. And so, um, so you were like, okay, I am going to buy one rotor. Buy <laughs> one. About one rotor, one rotor, and see if I can do this thing. So you got on YouTube and you searched for a video, and you're watching this video, and you're like, "Honey, I, can I think this. I can do it. I can do it." And so, sure enough, yeah, you went and bought the second. I went and one. got the second one. And before we know it, you while had you were at the jewelry party, I was doing mechanic work and got it done. And the whole reason we changed them out was because when we was going down the hill, you'd hit the brake and the car would just shimmy. Yeah, it was because they had gotten hot and warped. Yeah. I had no clue why it was doing that. But you knew. You said, it's the rotors. The rotors are warped. They need to be replaced. And so I I wasn't sure. I took your word for it. And so we got the rotors and put them on. And I loaded up all the boys. I said, boys... Come ride with me. Let's test drive this thing. Go get a frosty. And so we're coming down that hill. No one got a frosty without me. Yeah, you were at the jury party. Was coming down the hill, and where it usually shimmies, I put on the brake, and it was smooth, and and everyone was like, "Yeah, (laughs) it's fixed." So you have a chariot that is clean, yes, and it is it is unwarped anymore. Um. DUP, detailed under pressure, came out mm-hmm. and detailed it and cleaned it inside and now. Who does and that? Goes to your house. Goes, house comes calls. to my house, yes. And detailed clean. under pressure. They will actually come to your house yep. 
Because um, sometimes it's just embarrassing to take it to the car wash and start. <laughs> I mean, you get out a whole black garbage sack of stuff. I mean, you know, we we're 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 messy people. I mean, well, we're just we got a messy kids. Family. We got you know. We and, got yeah. We eat in the car a lot. Yeah, you know. they leave cups and they kind of get. They get crusty the and gooey. And They'll stand there for weeks, and the bottom will fall out, and it's just, oh, gosh. Yeah, it, it is nasty. We are slackers. But now but, you have a clean chair. it's clean. I'm going to poke somebody in the eye if they leave stuff in there and get it messy. Break a finger. Poke them in the eye. Poke them in the eye. <laughs> so, uh, but your car's, car's all fixed up, ready for you to drive we need you to drive i know right <laughs> i'm scared to try because okay so today i decided i wanted some out new so i was like oh it's not too full so i can lift it and i can i can do that you know i can open the mountain Dew. well <clears throat> i open stuff with my left hand my left hand seems to be stronger than my right hand so i grabbed it and i twisted that lid and when i did some, a stitch or something in there just I mean, it was just like this big old needle sticking in, just like, Ow. you know, it's really sharp, sharp yeah. pinpoint pain. Yeah. Almost like a stitch was pulling on something or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's not very smart. Well, it didn't quit burning. It was, it just, it would go away for a second. And then all of a sudden, it would burn again. And even just, even it done it just a second ago, too. I don't know what I did in there, but. I've done something. Well, you'll find out tomorrow. I'll tell him right? tomorrow. I'll yeah. tell him. But anyway, so I guess I won't be opening any more um, Mountain Dew bottles Yeah. for a while. And that's why I'm kind of afraid to drive because I know that's a little bit different than a bottle top. But still, I don't know. I don't yeah. want to strain nothing. That yeah. hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway... Oh, so, you know, that whole, um, you know, I was really afraid of what it would do to me mentally after, you know, seeing what I look like after the surgery and everything. Mm-hmm. And God has been so gracious. Yeah, it's just, yes. it's just, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, and. And it, you, look, and it's you just, look, you look fine. I mean, you know. We've got a ways, you know, to yeah, go or whatever. Go. But you look, you look great. You do, yeah. and uh, I'll be glad to get these drains out, though. Mm-hmm. I gotta get, I gotta get those pounds that I put on off. Especially if I find right. out that I don't have to have chemo, then I'm gonna. Okay, so <laughs> tonight I, I have, I have, you know, I said last week to the boys we had, we had one of those. All right, dad's in charge moments, meeting of the minds. We are going to get something done tonight, and we are going to. And I, I told the boys, I said, I am going to make y'all a chore chart, and you are going to do certain chores, and and if you don't do them, you will be severely punished if you don't do them if you do all them you will be rewarded if there is mediocrity you'll get the cold shoulder all next week you know something like that um and so i'm just i'm doing it i'm doing it i'm going to make a chore chart we're going to stick with it we're going to do this thing and uh 
I haven't made it yet. But I and Grayson keeps asking me when you when you gonna make that point chore chart. When it you, is like is it ten dollars a day? Ten dollars a week? A day? No, ten dollars a week or ten dollars a month. month. Yeah. And so he's all interested. He's in like, it. if it's ten dollars a month, how long will it take me to save three hundred dollars? Yeah. And that was like a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, and so, but you know, it's it's finally deciding to try to be a parent, right? And get off cruise control. Yeah, and that's the thing we've we've done. I mean, we've got. I mean, I can tell you, we've got some happy kids. We got some really, really good kids. Yeah. But we don't necessarily have the most responsible kids, right? Um, well, because we're kind of Allison turned out pretty responsible. Well, I mean, responsible, you know, okay. So maybe not, maybe responsible is not the word. Okay, tidy, ah, uh, and willing workers mm-hmm. for something they're not getting paid for, right? <laughs> you right. offer them money, they can work all day. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just like. If you see something that needs to be done, yeah, why do you have to be told to do it? Why yeah. do you have to wait to be told? Yeah, like Grayson, to do something. Grayson like, and his buddy, they come. Uh, we we I went and got a pizza after I fixed the car. We got a pizza. We come back to the house, and Grayson and his buddy, you know, they they get the pizza and they take it to the room because Evan and his buddy is there and he's there with his buddy, so they go to their room to eat the pizza. Well, after the evening's over. Laying in Grayson's floor is three crusts laying on two styrofoam plates. And I just kind of looked at it. And, uh, well, he'll, he'll, you know, he's going to take care of it. It stayed through <laughs> Sunday, even into Sunday night. I finally had to tell him, son, put that in the garbage. <laughs> and uh, That's so funny. I mean, yeah. it's not. No, that's just horrible. I can't believe he would do something like that. Anyway, gotta be better parents. I can't. We can't. I can't put it on cruise control. And uh, you know, you're not able to do near as many things as it is. You know, you have been able to do in the past as far as lifting and moving and you know all those all those things. You're just limited. And I need to get them. Need to get them going. And uh, so I'm making a chore chart. And it is going to be enforced. Oh, that's what it is. This is a night. I know where I was going. This is a night of accountability. Okay. With the For the Love of Us podcast audience and with you, I'm going to make a chore chart tonight, tomorrow, this week. Before we come back next Monday, we're going to make a chore chart. Okay. We're going to get ready for that. Hey, will you put and my name on there and give me chores to do yes, too? Yes, mine. Yes, mine. Hey, and all you have to do is give me a little gold stars. All right. I'll give you gold stars. Okay. You know um, how I am. Lick them and stick them. I'll put them on there. <laughs> and then uh, I will um, – and then and then also – I gotta, I gotta get it. I gotta get in shape. That's what brought it up. You talk about you had to lose yeah. some weight. I put on a shirt tonight, and I looked at myself in the mirror, and I said, "It's official. I don't look good in anything I have anymore. <laughs> There's just nothing that looks good other than a black hoodie, you know, <laughs> pulled over my eyes. <laughs> That's about it. I have, I have gained." Uh, since I was ruthlessly booted off of a former employer, 
last year, I have gained about 25 pounds in one year. And it has got to stop. It's got to stop. And I have this insatiable appetite now. And so tomorrow will be the first day of the rest of my life. I'm going to start running again and getting ready for try to do a 5K somewhere. And uh, hey, try to Iron get back Man's in shape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. And there was a time when I thought, you know, I might be able to do yeah. something like that. But now it's, oh gosh, I, I don't know if I could do two miles. I don't know if I could do a mile. Um, and so I'm going to start. Yeah, getting back at it. I gotta get back. I gotta get to doing something. Yeah, I um, want. I love. I feel better when I exercise. I feel. I feel great about myself. I. I. I feel. I can get toned. I can. I can feel better. I do better mentally when I'm exercising. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and so I just got to get back into it. I think it. when I start driving, I'm gonna look into um, putting Kalen in. I don't know, a few days a week into a preschool or something. Cause, I mean, I don't necessarily want her to go to Georgia pre-K, you know, start in August. Mm-hmm. Because she'll be so young in her class through, like, I was that. I was like September. I graduated when I was 17. Mm-hmm. I was like the youngest person in my class, like all through my whole entire right. school life you right. know my school life and i was always behind i was always a year behind I, I i should have been held back but mama kept letting me you know i pass i pass you mm-hmm. know well except for in high school i went to summer school every summer every summer mm-hmm. and i did volunteer work in the 12th grade to earn credit so i can graduate hey done i did it though did i did it, it. did it <laughs> You did what it took. You That's reached right. down and grit and clawed. And hey, and you know, I I started I done volunteer work in a in a daycare, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I loved it. It was so much fun. And you actually this that's what's funny. You were actually in that daycare, and one of your little students was your daughter's future husband yes exactly (laughs) wow yeah um his his name was garrett mitchell he was a shallow boy that always cried for his mama whenever his mama would leave him Mm. and the cutest little blonde-headed boy you ever seen blue eyes and um he did he liked me i mean he was he was he was a good kid and i'd always feel so sorry for him though I need to cry for his mama, but <laughs> when I saw him as a grown kid, you know, grown man, I guess, a grown man, um, I'm like, I know you from somewhere. Yeah. And the more I studied him mm-hmm. and the more I looked at him, I was like, no. oh, my word, I kept you when you were in daycare. I used to change your diapers. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, so so that was great. Yeah. But uh but yeah, I've got to I'll lose some weight. Gonna start running tomorrow. May go run Wednesday. I know Wednesday usually I end up going to getting lunch and I don't study all that much. It'd be better for me just put in a message in my headphones and listen to it while I run. You know, that's yeah. the way my Wednesdays go now. I hardly I hardly do. I hardly get to study all that much during lunch. I don't get a full hour, I get forty minutes and it's just you turn around twice, forty minutes is over. Right. So why not just, you know, get my headphones in, listen to a message as I run, you know, and do it that way. So I'm probably gonna do that Wednesday and just do five days a week. Gotta do what you gotta do. Gotta do what I gotta do. And so I ha- I mean I could help you, but I don't like trying to do that. I feel like I'm a nag or controlling or something like that. I know. But I've got so. to do it myself. I've got to I gotta somehow do it. Well, I think I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to try to quit Frosties. Um, well, I usually don't partake. Yeah, you don't, but usually I don't. I'm just sitting here looking at this mid section right here. And um it's growing yeah. by the that hour. That is too. <laughs> Spring is in the air, man. Spring it's awesome is outside. In the air. Feels so good. It'll be so awesome if I'm I don't excited. if I don't have to have chemo. Grayson asks me all the time, Mama, did you find out if you have to have chemo yeah. or not? Yeah. And um he said it'll be it'll be awesome if you don't have to have chemo. That way everything could get back. I said get back to our our normal <laughs> whatever that <laughs> whatever is. that is. Yeah. So Yeah, so uh I've um uh, finished one of my books and I was gonna try to release too. Yeah. I fe- I got to work on it Sunday afternoon and and finish the exceptions of Jesus and so I'm putting that together and I'm looking forward to No, it looks good. At least try to get it out there. Mm-hmm. People read it, enjoy it. It's the digital been, book. The digital like Yeah, a, I wish it gonna be a hardcover, but it's gonna be digital. Yeah. But Hey, I can learn to make books. I'm crafty that way. Yeah. I could put it together. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> You're looking at me like, whatever. Um, maybe. <laughs> we'll try that on your book. <laughs> um, it's not that many pages, is it? It's like a hundred. It's like a hundred and seventy something. Okay, well, that's not too big. It's not like a novel. Twenty-eight in a six by nine, something like that. It's quite a few. Yeah, that would be doable. I'm trying to work. I'm trying to do the ebook too thing, but. I haven't got that to work out yet, right? It's not looking promising. The way I want it to look, anyway. Oh. Well. You know, we were, uh, you know, one of the things we ran into, was it Thursday? Thursday, you know, I we had, we had, I'd preached it at, uh, let's see, I'd preached three times the Sunday before. I had, no, that, that Sunday, I'd, preached the evening Monday. Tuesday we did something. Wednesday was church. Thursday was outreach. And I was going to try to podcast that night with Chris and by vocational preacher. By vocational preacher dot com. And and uh 
it was too much. And I could tell when that happened. You know, I could get carried away and I could I could go and go and go and do and do and do and and if I'm not careful I'll run off and I will you know, I'll it it, it, it really does detriment to you. And and that's one of the things about about being bivocational, doing what we do here, is that I have to constantly be aware of what I do and how it impacts right. everyone else. Yeah, it's per- particularly now where I'm trying to take on other different kinds of things. So it's mm-hmm. not just preaching at the jail more or preaching at the mission more. It's more focused of now trying to reach out this way, you know, through podcasting, through different avenues and mm-hmm. on the on the web and different resources like that that can overtake just as easily as if I'm going, you know, every week to the right. jail or the mission or something. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry about that. I let that week well, you know, get out of I mean, hand last week. I'm, thank you for being sensitive. There was no way I was going to say, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. You know, please stay home or whatever. I wasn't going to do that. I was right. Gonna, but I did. But go, I know oh, I've man, been, you know, you know just, oh. I'm able to tell when I've crossed that when I cross this line to where that's too much, mm-hmm. you know, too much this week. I got to stop. I got to pull the reins back mm-hmm. and do something different. You know, change it somehow. But yeah, but yeah. I'm sorry about that, and try right. to be more try to be more sensitive to um, to what's going on. Chris couldn't do it that Tuesday night. We did something else that uh, night. That's what I it was. forgot what it was. But, but it's been a good week. It has. Friday, um, I went with your mom. She drove me to South Pittsburgh to a store called oh, Hammers. Yes. And she, they have this room just full of artificial flowers. And so... At first, I didn't see anything that really caught my eye. Uh, I was just like, oh, I don't know about these mm-hmm. colors. These colors are weird. Yeah, yeah. And so um, she held up this one, and I was like, oh, ooh, I like. Yeah. And so um, we started looking at some more, and I was like, ooh, that'll, be, that'll go with it. That'll look good. Mm-hmm. And it did, ha- and it had some like, Easter lilies in it, so mm-hmm. it was perfect for Easter. Yeah. And um, I'll be able to pop those off and change those out to something else or mm-hmm. whatever if I want to. I mean, you it's made still, the most beautiful. It's still, you know, acceptable yeah. for spring, I guess. You made the most beautiful uh, bouquet for the church. It looked, it looked gorgeous. Well, and thank, thank you, you uh, for doing that. It I really love doing beautiful. that. I just, I. You know how all the time, sometimes I'll be sitting around and I'm like, oh, I gotta make something. I gotta make something. Oh, you've been like hyper crafty. I've got to. Yeah, since ever, your surgery. Yeah, ever since my surgery. Well, I was kind of that way before um, making those little ribbons and stuff. Mm-hmm. The little cancer ribbon thingies. Um, yeah, I got two canvases painted that are. I'm going to get a friend to go with me to get the stuff I need to try to draw some lettering on it. And there's yeah. no way I'm going to try to freehand that. Mm-hmm. But she's got a way that she does it that she's going to go with me. And I need to get with her and do that. Maybe after I get these drains out, I can think better. 
<laughs> you don't know. There's just something about you're not as mobile when you have, you know, yeah, you're, or you're well, mobile. It's not like you get, you're tied down like an IV to, you know, like a, an IV pole or something. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just bulky it's and awkward. And yeah. It is. yeah. Like today at the, today when we were leaving the stores, you know, I didn't have a jacket on top because it was warm. And so I had my, I had my drains tucked in my jeans, you know. Mm-hmm. And so at my shirt, these little, the little valves to open to empty them, mm-hmm. I'm like sticking out. <laughs> and I'm like, they're going to think I put some high heel shoes. <laughs> yeah, we were looking at high heel <laughs> shoes. sticking out. <laughs> what do you got, lady? Lady, <laughs> you got a high heel shoe in there. I, they would be in for a rude awakening if they tried to risk me. It's like, what have I done? What is that? Is that what I think it is in that? Oh. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I thought that too as we were leaving Academy. I thought, oh, people don't think I'm trying to. I promise it's just my drains. So anyway. Oh, man. So I'll be definitely be glad to get those out. Yeah, so you'll get those get out tomorrow. Done. Do you have any other doctor's meetings this week? I don't. I, I don't see my surgical oncologist until for three months. All right. Um, Dr. Brooke Daniel will be April 1st, I believe. I have to call that morning to make sure they got my Test oncotype back. score yeah. back. And if they haven't, then I'll have to reschedule. And then we'll know so. more definitively about about the chemo. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I thank the Lord for a great week. I thank the Lord for a little sense of normalcy mm-hmm. back and a little bit more mobility. Yeah. Although yeah, it felt well, and uh, you know, but yet it's not having to do with yeah. the surgery. And so. I did enjoy that jewelry party Friday night. Yeah, that was fun. yeah. I was just, I was really green around the. I mean, I was just. Really green around the gills, as I call it. Just, whew, yeah, not feeling good at all. But I went ahead and went, and uh, I had a good time. It yeah. was nice. It was a lot of fun. Um, but God has been good to us this week, and so we want to thank Him. Want to thank Him for the life that He's uh, He's given us. One of joy and one of. Although it's filled with it, its own stresses and, and strains and difficulties, but at the same time, there's a lot of joy. And uh, especially, you know, here lately, seeing the fruit that we are seeing in our church after a lot of years of labor and uh, outreach, outreach on Thursday night, we were able to breach like two full neighborhoods with the people that we had in just a hour and a half, yeah. two hour span, knock on all these doors and, right. and, and inviting people out to the family dinner night and to, and to Easter worship service. And we've and, got to get something to hand out for Easter. I know, I know. I've got to, I've got to get on that and get some graphic design done. Is that, for that next week or the week after? Week after. Okay. Week after. Sure, I got good. an email. I got an email from someone uh, like Sunday night. And it said, don't freak out, Pastor. Easter's in two weeks. <laughs> but, you know, I was thinking about it. Man, Easter's not a time to be freaking out about it. it you know, I'm like a kid at Christmas. I can't wait mm-hmm. for Easter. And I know I, there's a lot of things that need to be done and a lot of, uh, of, of diff, you know, trying to outreach and trying to reach people. And I understand that. But, man, 
Easter's a wonderful mm, celebration, and I'm an looking forward day. to it. It's a it's an exciting day, mm-hmm. and it's an opportunity to really reach some people mm-hmm. that we don't normally reach. And and so I'm hoping for a full house that that uh, yeah. that day at church. Mm-hmm. I'm and, looking forward to hearing the Durham. Yeah, the Durhams are going to be with us. Get to have them last oh gosh, year. I just can't wait. Uh, to have them there, we got a big dinner and the Easter egg hunt, the old-fashioned Easter egg hunt. And so, it's going to be a great time. Our young people are going to be doing the drama that they did at the family dinner night. They're going to do it at that um, at that dinner after church, and so that's going to be great. And uh, so, we got a lot to look forward to, a lot to to ask God to bless and to uh, to make prosper. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead. We're Right in an hour now. So. Oh, my word. No, it can get longer and longer. Short. It just seemed like we got in here a few minutes ago. <sighs> I'm hoping all this is like some of those attempts we made to begin the show that I can just cut out, you yeah. know. We so, could probably cut out the first five minutes. Yeah, the first, I'm thinking 10. I'm hoping it's 10. Okay. But anyway, um, but let's pray. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, we love you. Come to you in Jesus' name. Thanking you for his grace and mercy. Thank you for the joy of our children. I pray you'd bless each one of them, my daughter and my son-in-law, my grandson, um, Evan and, and, and Grayson and Kaylin. Uh, God, thank you for the blessing of their lives. I pray that you would touch them. God, that they would draw closer to you. God, thank you for my wife. Thank you for her recovery and how she's feeling better. God, do we look to you for answers in, uh, in the questions that we have as far as the uh, the the chemotherapy and what we may or may not endure with that. God, God, I pray that uh, your will would be done and that you'd give us peace and uh, no matter what the results are. But God, continue to bless our home, bless our church. God, these listeners that, uh, that tune in and listen to us every week, I pray you'd bless them, a special blessing upon them. And Father, if there are those that do not know you as, as Savior and Lord, I pray that now, through this time, they would see the Lord Jesus as the one that they need to for, for the forgiveness of sin. They would they would turn and trust you as Lord and Savior. But God, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this platform to be able to share your goodness and what how, what a joy it is to serve you. What a great thrill it is to be on adventure with you. And Father, I pray other people would uh, do the same and would enjoy that adventure with you. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I want to encourage everybody that's listening to go by the website. Make sure you get on our email list so we can uh, email these out to you. Hold me accountable. Put some comments on the website or on the Facebook and, and uh, hold me accountable on my, uh, my my running and then also being a parent. You know, after... 18, 20 years, it seems like it's time to really yeah, try to be a parent. So we're going to give that a shot. But uh, um, look forward to hearing you. Make sure you go by on iTunes, log into iTunes, go to the iTunes store, find the podcast, log in, and then leave a comment. And so we're looking forward to those comments also on Stitcher. And so you stop by there and uh, and see those and leave a comment. Those uh, links are on the website. So you can just stop in for the love of us.com. But uh, To sign off, uh, I'm Ronnie. And I'm Carrie. And this is For the Love of Us, and we'll see you next week.